This is Like Trees Walking. I am Michael J. Nelson, and with me is Pastor David Berge. I don't know why I'm being so formal, but I feel like Appreciate that. it's been a while, and we, we get a little clownish at the beginning, and I just want to get the facts on the table, and then we can move on. It's not been that long, though, Mike. We've had much longer stretches. We've had longer stretches. This is uh, this feels much more regular than than before. Where we kind of our uh, ideal cadence, in case people are wondering, is to to put out like two a month, basically every other week. And so we're on schedule. Are we on schedule? Roughly on schedule. We're basically on schedule. If we if the accountant came in, he'd say, "Well, you guys are you know you're pretty good. You could use a little." Little something here and a little something there, but you know, generally you're on course. It's good, yeah. So we're the the timing is good. The time is now. We're back together. We're back in business. Everything's coming up roses. And explain what this is, why we're here. This is a podcast uh, where we talk about uh, big big questions um, of life, theology, faith, morality. Uh, we do so from a Christian perspective, but uh, we we welcome everyone to eavesdrop in on these conversations. Uh, we hope that you find them interesting, edifying. Um, challenging, provocative in the best possible sense, right? We're not, uh, our idea is to be the antithesis of a, of a, of a troll, you know. A an, provocateur. Yeah, well, like an internet troll or just someone who's out there. Uh, or we... It, an edgelord? An edge. yes, we can explain that meme, Mike. That's for the next episode, we'll explain that okay. meme. An edgelord, a true edgelord. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Thank you, Mike. That's for next time. All right, so we are going to have a... Uh, a big topic today. I don't know that there's, I mean, we always say this. They're, they're big. Let's just say it's big. Yes. I'm not going to compare it to other topics. Uh, you uh, wrote this to me a couple days ago, so it's fresh. Oh, it's very fresh. So it's fresh on your mind. It's fresh on my mind. Once we get done talking about this big topic, we're going to uh, quiz the pastor on his knowledge of the topic, which will make sense in a moment. Once he presents his topic. My topic. And my topic is this. And we'll kind of meander our way into it. As That's we, fine. As, as we are wont. That's how people think. They meander around. And exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure. This is something I've been thinking about a while, and it brought me back to something that I had read. I actually read this, I believe, very soon after it came out, the article to which I will make reference, which is uh, a decade old at this point. Hard to believe, because um, it didn't seem like that long. But we're familiar with, and this is by way of introduction, Mike, are you familiar with Godwin's Law? I certainly am. Okay. If you were to state in your own language, what Godwin's law is, Mike, what is it? This is how it has been explained to me. I could be wrong, but it is, uh, generally speaking, in any argument, although they tend to be online arguments, yes. it tends to focus on that. The first person who brings up Hitler loses, is kind of the, the way the law has been stated. I don't know if it's it's probably more delicate than that, as stated in its uh, Wikipedia page, <laughs> according to according to Wikipedia, but you got the gist. You largely got the gist of okay. it. Uh, I, I would say that that would be a fair representation of it. But here's Godwin's law as captured as it's officially captured on Wikipedia dot org n dot Wikipedia dot org. This is the English version. I'm not sure how it's rendered in Dutch, but here it is. All right, so. Uh, Godwin's Law, short for Godwin's Law or Rule of Nazi Analogies, is an internet adage asserting that, quote, as an online discussion grows longer, the probability of a comparison involving Nazis or Hitler approaches one. So basically saying at, at some point okay. when you're online having a discussion, argument, a thread. Someone will. Someone will do that. Okay. I do think an implication of that, though, is not that not that you lose, but you have you've lost in the sense that you have kind of Re- reverted to cliche or be clowned 
yourself. Yes, I think what happens is that often online, if Hitler is brought up very soon in the argument, all of a sudden it's just Godwin's Law, you know, right <laughs> away. So I think, yeah, it's used in the way that I said. I agree. But yeah, okay. So Godwin's Law, because uh, Hitler is, it, it's the, and why do people appeal to Hitler? Well, I mean, the guy's got great branding. <laughs> you got to admit. <laughs> There's also the, there should be another law where it's whenever you make a positive reference to Hitler, you've also lost where people are like, well, you know, he, not that he had, he had like, some good he ideas. He had some good ideas or he was very, he was really powerful rhetorician or something like that. Or, you know, he, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were some of the, you can't just throw the baby out. Yeah, that's, that's a terrible argument to try to, you are a, <laughs> You, you are on a shaky ladder with greasy hands at that point. There's, there's a, no possible way. There's this way. weirdo uh, Twitter account called at Drill or at Wint or something like that. It's at Wint, but I think it's like Drill is the name. And it's like, it might be referring to Osama bin Laden, but it says like, you do not uh, like <laughs> gotta in any circumstance, like hand it to him. It's very, it's very, it's very, right. it's, very it's very, very funny. I'm sure I just butchered it. But yeah, he, Hitler is... The epitome, uh, like he's a person that everyone can agree is bad, and what he did was was bad. No one. Also, um, I read something about uh, back in the day when Boris Becker was at his height. Speaking of Germans, he had ninety nine percent recognizability in his country. However, they measured. Yeah, that. Hitler has ninety nine percent recognizability around the world. Through all generations, very few, very few people, historical figures have that. Yeah, I so mean, you know, he's, he's bad. He's extremely well known. It's very easy to go to that. Yep, and 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 Nazism. Just everyone knows what has heard of Nazism. They've they've heard of it. So it's like to your point, uh, everything associated with the man is uh, is just the epitome of evil. And terribleness and horribleness and garbage. So anything you can do to associate whatever you're talking about with, with the Nazis, you know, if you can make that guilt by association connection, um, you know, you have uh, you you've really you've struck a blow. And make sure when you do it, not that we're instructing people, but make sure then to say, look, I'm not saying you are Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking the questions here. Uh, so you. So then you can distance yourself. You can call someone Hitler, but then distance yourself. That's the old what? Mott and, Mott ba and Bailey. Mott and Bailey, right? Bailey, yes. You set up a false argument in front, and then you retreat back to, to the To the more reasonable the one, more, right? Yes. 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 So this is... Uh, but anyways, a long way by saying a way of introduction that uh, I read way back, and, and I remember this, this. This is one of the articles that has stuck with me through my adult life so far. And uh, it, was written in, uh, it was written in Slate.com. Back in the golden days of the golden era of Slate, which I don't know when I would trace that from, but uh, but I I've said this before on this podcast more recently. I do not believe it's the golden era of Slate right now. It used to be kind of an interestingly contrarian publication, hence the kind of joke. Hey, it's a Slate pitch, right? Yeah, like yeah. you just go like, why you know why X is good actually, which is something yeah. almost everyone agrees is bad. That was the Slate pitch, but. Not a needless contrarianism, but kind of an interesting contrarianism was the Slate brand for a long time. Kind of a, hey, let's think about it. And Second look at Hitler? That kind of <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, 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 very true. Yeah, yeah so there's, okay. there's limits to that approach, right. <laughs> obviously. But in the golden era of Slate, and Slate was one of the original, the originators of uh, uh, the explainer. 
this was one of their things is they take some concept and they would explain it. And my uh, father-in-law had a, a bathroom book of slate explainers in his bathroom. It was really, really good. So this was kind of, and, and, and it wasn't explainer journalism, the type of like you have a Vox right now, right? That's a kind of whole genre of journalism, which is, can be somewhat just annoying, you know, because yeah. it's, because a journalist explaining anything is, uh, I forget one of my, David Bentley Hart, who is, he's kind of a, He's a purple prose. He's a Christian or Eastern Orthodox known for his purple prose and provocative statements. But he said something funny once, like, journalist is um, ex-criminal ignorance masked in execrable prose (laughs) (laughs) or whatever. But, you know, when you, you just anybody who you know has been a journalist, it's like they have to write about a subject in which they might not be very well versed, which can lead to some, you know, like if you're like, the Balkans, you know, the conflict in the Balkans explained, and it's yeah. some, you know, 26-year-old, uh, right. <laughs> like, like, don't trust it, you yes. know. The world well, is- it's, it's like fact-checking. I mean, you're, when you come to fact, it's like, shouldn't that be a thing that all journalism does anyway? Get their facts right. We got to get the facts Checking right. else, someone else's facts is like, I don't know, you bring your biases to it, you end up, you know, it's 50-50 at the end of it anyway. People going, no, you missed this huge thing. You missed this huge thing. Yeah, so. So, expl- so th- this, anyway, was just, expl- it was explaining interesting phenomenon. And, uh, and so, the, uh, so this was um, a, who was before Hitler? Because, you know, if we think about it, we're so steeped in the world of where Hitler is the, just we can pull him off the shelf whenever we need to make an analogy to something horrible. Yeah. What did people do before Adolf Hitler? What was the epitome of evil? Before Adolf Hitler, that people would go to when they were trying to disparage someone or disparage their uh, ideological opponents or their uh, uh, political opponents out in in the world, to whom would they make an appeal as the apotheosis of evil? That's a good question. I mean, you know, World War One, you don't have a lot of, you know. I mean, who's the, the that guy's a real Gavril Princip? <laughs> you know, is not something that you, even though he's a pretty bad guy, no, but uh, not really. At the he's scale. a real, he's a real Kaiser Wilhelm. Kaiser Wilhelm, yeah, it doesn't. Um, he's you know, a, who was the Ottoman? Who was the Ottoman Emperor uh, at that point? I don't remember. I should know this stuff. I don't keep those kinds of facts very well in my mind. But you know, people would say, "Oh, he's Machiavellian." But that's not a... No, that's not evil. It's, it's no, cunning. exactly. That's cunning and scheming for... Yeah. Well, Mike, according to Slate.com okay. in 2011, <laughs> the person, and this brings us to our topic uh, of the day, du jour, uh, is that the person who was the epitome of evil and, and all, uh, you know, you want to tar your uh, opponent, none other than the Pharaoh himself from the book of Genesis. Really? Yes. He was, according to Slate.com, uh, he was. It, it wasn't as consistent, I don't think, as as Hitler. But he was a person that people would go to when they were saying, "Hey, listen, you're you're really evil. You're really really bad." Um, ding, we're we're settling on Pharaoh. Now there were some other you know other examples, other scoundrels, many of whom were biblical, uh, because that was the the, the grab bag uh, to that time. Uh, it, it did say on there that you know some people, if they were talking about a tyrant, they would talk about someone like a Napoleon. Uh, sure. figure but i i guess to hitler kind of has the advantage of being a in in the in the mass media era you know and kind of a global a global world where symbols and ideas are it's a, you're able to broadcast them far and wide you know he he rather uh hitler made reference to it's this might be apocryphal but he says who remembers the armenian genocide uh 
right? In the sense that like history used to be a lot more kind of local and villains, I think probably used to be a, a, a lot more you know, local before. We didn't know what was going on in X, Y, or Z country or territory right. beyond maybe vague rumor or reputation or something like I that. I think that you know? Stalin is purported to have said, although I think he did not, uh, one death is a tragedy, a million deaths is a statistic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, similar, similar thing. But speaking of Hitler's image, just a quick aside. Yeah. I, I once posited on Twitter, I said, I wonder, could you wear a toothbrush Toothbrush mustache. Very hard to say that. Try that one. Yeah, toothbrush mustache. Very well done. Um, Could you do it for a year and just kind of live your life? And just a joke, you know, pondering. And some, there was a comedian in uh, the UK who did it, and he looked similarly to Hitler. And how did it go? (laughs) He said it did not go well. (laughs) A lot of very quizzical looks, but a lot of confrontations. So even in, and this is uh, six years ago, say, so even in the very modern era, uh, doesn't sit well with people. Yeah, I mean, think about that. His his whole image, his visage. I mean, even the last name. If you had the surname Hitler, like, yeah, everybody changed that. His entire family. There were plenty of Hitlers in in Germany at the time. And even the first name Adolf. Yeah, that's not one. It's not like yeah, you're not gonna. I mean, that had to tank in popularity. I'm trying to think of famous Adolfs I know. Who are like post-Hitler Adolf. I mean, as a kid, I knew very old like farmers and stuff who were named Adolf. And you'd go, yeah. they were they were they were yeah. pre-Hitler. There's Adolf Reed. He's a he's a he's 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 an African American. Uh, I think he's retired, but he was like he's a big lefty. Um, uh, you know, there's so, an actor from the 30s, Adolf Monjou. He again pre. He, I, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, but all this to say, Pharaoh was the epitome of evil because. I mean, we can sort of run down the list. Uh, I mean, bad guy, right? Wait, what's his, first of all, what's his name? Because Pharaoh is just a title. Well, so. is this given Pharaoh? We're not sure exactly which Pharaoh this is. Ramesses the um, second or something like that. One of the Ramses, I believe, is is posited as the historical okay. referent many times. Uh, but we don't know for sure which particular uh, which particular Pharaoh this is. So it's 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 Pharaoh, and uh, you know, starts right away in Genesis. Uh, there's a you know the Israelites have have settled in Egypt, they've had good vibes you know started good relationship, but then they were very uh, fertile, which was really problematic. Worried the Egyptians were worried. Hey, this this kind of foreign people are so numerous that they're going to overtake us, and so we've got to do something. And so uh, Pharaoh moved to enslaving uh, enslaving them for his massive uh, building projects, and then also uh, killing the first right uh, killing the the male. Uh, Israelites. Uh, that was that was that was his uh, his. Besides enslaving them, his first kind of horrible crime was this genocidal or infanticidal uh, move to to kill all of the uh, all of the, the the Israelites, the Hebrew the Hebrew boys at this point, and uh, these famous two famous midwives, Hebrew midwives. I think everyone's seen Prince of Egypt. They know. Oh, they know how this goes. for sure. They know they're going to kill him. And Moses gets away. He gets put in the basket, and then you know Pharaoh. So. Uh, 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 there's this gonna want to kill all the baby boys, very bad, and then there there's putting people in slavery, very bad, and then there is the you know his response to the plagues, where he cannot be convinced, despite mounting calamity and catastrophe, um, to let people go, and so any and he hardens his heart, 
uh, many times. And so there's this, uh, you know, there's this person, his, this obstinacy to his, uh, to his evilness as, as well, even though he can see the consequences of it clearly uh, and, and for his people. to use the, the Hitler analogy, <laughs> meaning I lose, but the analogy would be that, that uh, he's punishing his own people, Pharaoh, mm-hmm. with his obstinacy. And throughout the war, Hitler, of course, did that to his own people. But at the end, he explicitly stated, these people have been disloyal to me. I don't care. Let them starve. Let them die. Let them, uh, you know, they're on their own. That's what Hitler said? Yeah. Man. In, in the bunker days before his, uh, before his suicide. What a guy. Yeah. What, what a, a guy. guy. Yeah. What a guy. So, yes. Yeah, so the, the biblical pharaoh... Hearts harden, lets his people suffer, doesn't turn back, never relents, keeps changing his mind, and then finally, at the last, you know, sends his chariots out to pursue. Um, and he's going to slaughter all of them, but before uh, his forces perish miraculously in the, uh, in, in the Red Sea or the Sea of Reeds. And so we can say that, that Pharaoh was the epitome of evil uh, because he's this foreign king enslaving, killing, repressing, will not listen to God, you know, will not listen to the Israelites' God. And, uh, and is ultimately thwarted. So uh, he, here is this man who is held up as, as, as evil incarnate uh, before Hitler. But the Bible also has many other examples we could use of bad Who, who else can we use? Well, I mean, Nebuchadnezzar, right? You know, he seems like a, he's, you know, the, the, the people who sent the Israelites off into exile, that, 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 that seems like a bad, a bad dude. It seems like he must have done other things, too. It seems like his name was like, oh, Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. It's just there's this stink around it. Like, everyone already knew he was bad. Then there's all this other stuff. In terms of the bad kings of Israel, even, Ahab, who was married to Jezebel, of course, who that name has, you know, that's a, a if you call a woman, being called a Jezebel is a, yeah. uh, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a slander, that's a slur. But Ahab himself, very bad, very, very bad king, the worst of all kings. Uh, who was the uh, uh, the Caesar who married his horse and uh, was that Caligula? Caligula. <laughs> Didn't he? He declared a horse like to be a like a gen, an officer or something yes, like that. I, I believe he also said that he was married to it or something. I don't know. Nero, very bad. Yeah, uh, lots lots of bad Caesars too. I mean, let's not forget that the uh, Herod. That'd be another biblical villain. A pilot, another biblical villain. Yeah, but that's more specific, right? Judas. Yeah, like if you're a Judas, you're a you're a traitor, you're a backstabber. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think that one's stuck. Yeah, that's bad. Um, well, I, I've often in the modern era, you go to the other, you go. I mean, Stalin, bad. Who's Stalin killed? I mean, he who's worse? Deeply, deeply. The the weird thing about the difference between and we're talking about Hitler, so we have to talk <laughs> about Hitler. The one difference between them that's very chilling is that. Uh, Stalin liked to watch the torture and death of his enemies. Hitler was very much like, hey, don't write this down, but could we kill everyone? Um, don't, don't keep a record. Keep a record of everything else but anything that I say or do. And, uh, and Stalin was more like, you know, I want you to torture my enemy before cutting his tongue out. And, you know, and then, and then they'd be in a little room doing it, and they'd see this face hovering around the greasy little window looking into a cell. And it's like, there's Uncle Joe. There's Jeez. Joe Stalin. <laughs> he just wanted to see how the progress is going. Just very, very evil dude. And then, you know, dandling his uh, nieces and nephews on his lap later that evening and uh, giving them cookies and all of that. Just like, ugh, There's chilling. something, yeah. Chilling, yeah. 
and lots. Of, he's got a high. He has a high body count. Oh, very, very high, high body count. The starvation in the Ukraine. I mean, the the slaughter. The oh, yeah. But no one compares you to Stalin. It's true. It's true. He's, I don't. People just don't. They don't do it. I wonder why. Or Pol Pot. Pol Pot. That another one. Who? Cam- yeah, that's Cambodia. A who. Yeah. Khmer Rouge, Cambodia. Year uh, Year Zero. Right. Like kind of, we're starting everything all over. Lots of killing. That's where he he emptied the cities. He was anti-intellectual. He wanted to start from the ground up. You don't want people who already knew things. Mm -hmm. And so a signifier of it to him, to Pol Pot, whatever his name actually was, was if you were wearing glasses. That meant you were sort of intellectual and you'd gone to school and you have enough wealth to afford an optometrist in glasses. So uh, as they swept through the villages and towns, killing people wearing glasses. Awful. Awful. Just awful. Yeah. Yeah. Odd and evil. Yeah. And uh, and people like this, I mean, think about, they got power enough to, like, have other people do that and to control a whole country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. It's, it's insane. It's very wild. So are you proposing that we do refer to, because what, has anyone ever done it online, said you're, you're being, uh, what would it be, pharaohic? You're being pharaonic? <laughs> pharaonic. <laughs> I don't know, pharaohic? I'm not sure because the the pharaohs also, uh, you know, besides the biblical pharaoh, there is also a, um, I would say, a in a certain form of uh, Afrocentric like thinking, you know, like um, this kind of that the pharaohs are a, a source of pride, you know, because here ancient Egyptian civilization was, you know, of its day like the most advanced civilization on the world. So it's not just. You know, Egypt and pharaohs aren't just evil and bad. And so there's kind of a appeal of pride. And, and even like when we think of ancient Egypt, there's, you know, a, a fascination with uh, their, you know, the, the pyramids and the, the sarcophagi and, and all the stuff and their language and everything go, that goes like this. So it's not all, uh, it's not all evil and bad, whereas th- there, it, it, it has a multiplicity of like valences and meanings when you make reference to a pharaoh. And so it seems hard to go back to that. Um, yeah. When Hitler, just everything about him yeah, because is just wicked. There's his deeds, but there's also his beliefs. So then people can say, you get a kind of double dose there. Everybody knows his beliefs about about race and politics and everything. All of them bad. Yes. From the ground up. Whereas when you say Pharaoh, it's like, yeah, there's these bad deeds. But now, now everybody knows he didn't write like books about, here's how you should think about yeah, your this approach is, to life. This is know? what you should think about the Hebrews. And, you know, that you could just basically tell that he was... Uh, there's no ideology, not much of an ideology behind what he's doing. Whereas, whereas Hitler, we have much more of an insight into that. But as an evil character, yeah, I think you could add him to the repertoire. Sure. What about Assyrian kings? Because those guys would put, like the Assyrians would go into a village uh, or a town, siege a town that wouldn't give in to them. Then they would just slaughter everyone but the women and children that they'd take as slaves. But they do it in these grand fashions of parading the parents out in front and pulling their tongues out in front of their children and, you know, tearing them apart with horses and everything. And then they would build these immaculate uh, marble statues with the words imprinted on it. I came into this town, the, uh, the, the great warrior, I tore his uh, genitals off in front of everyone. And they would just like, put that, no, yeah, put that up on the, <laughs> and then they would leave it there in a place of pride for as long as, you know, the Assyrian Empire lasted. 
And you just come by and come into a town and go, wow, okay. You look around at the statuary. Oh, this is where he murdered uh, 400 children. Uh, so pretty evil. Yeah. Til- Tilgath, uh, Palasser, you know, one of the things, too, is it's hard to say those. Oh, those are so hard. I didn't even attempt. Yeah. Shall, like, shall Manta. It's just the yes. names are very, they're very, uh, very difficult. But uh, uh, history is full of tyrants. Sure. Is another thing, too. More yeah. than not. More than... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we live in a little, tiny, brief postage stamp of relative peace, and it's been a bloody, horrible <laughs> century or two. And yet, compared to the rest of them, well, not bad. Yeah. We, you know, so, uh, so, and biblical history itself, full of tyrants. Full of, just full of, full on, full of, full of tyrants. Uh, tug of warring. Um, in in there, and so uh, so expand your repertoire. There, there's many places to go. Uh, you don't have to violate Godwin's law. Um, there are other 20th century despots. Uh, there's 19th century ones, mm-hmm. uh, 18th century ones too. Uh, there's no limit, and the Bible itself. Can you go to this? This seems to uh, it doesn't seem to work. But what about uh, notorious serial killers? That seems. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the concept. I'm laughing at the fact that you would call someone, you know, because that doesn't seem to have any analogy, right? It is weird. Yeah, it is. Like, you're a night stalker. Yeah, you're Richard Ramirez. Yeah. You're Albert Fish, if I've ever seen one. Who's Albert Fish? Oh, I don't even want to say Okay, it. he's really bad. He's, yeah, he's very, very, very bad. Bad. We, we, thankfully, we're not living in the golden age of serial killers anymore. How do you know? Well, it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> Does it seem like they used to be more serial killers? Maybe they're just getting better. I don't know. I, but but it, my point being, it's weird to stick Hitler label on anyone on the internet because for, I'm not running a country. <laughs> I don't have a nationalist movement. You know what I mean? And so it's just as odd to say you're the Night Stalker. It's like, what? What's the analogy? I'm just evil? So it, it, the Hitler thing, you have to be, I mean... How does that even work when you call someone Hitler? I think it's I think I think it's even more than than because it's so deed related to your point the deed ideology distinction. I think it's so much tied to the ideology and right. a and a and a genocidal a genocidal ideology that that Hitler espoused and then put you know put into practice. So it's like look how evil these deeds are, um, or how evil these ideas are, and then look at how they played them how they played themselves out. So your ideas are bad. And they, thus by implication, they're going to lead, you know, to not just war. And I think it was the Holocaust itself that was so um, uh, troubling is it's one group of people. I mean, obviously, besides Jews, there are other groups of people who were included yeah. in, in, in the Holocaust. But it was primarily focused on, you know, the Jews and the Jewish problem. And so um, it's so the ideology is so specifically focused on one group of people and was so successful in eliminating them. That it just makes the ideology deed connection so direct, and it's around one group that it's so powerful. Whereas someone like, you know, a, a Stalin, he has an ideology, um, but it wasn't focused on an identifiable group of people for us, at least. Where it's like, you know, yeah, he hated the what the kulaks or whatever who yeah, were like he, what the rich peasants or the, something, the farmers who wanted to feed their children. They had yeah. to give up all of their grain and goods to the. Yeah, but we we don't identify with kulaks at all. That's true. But yeah. we know, you know, but we know when we think of Jew, we know Jewish people, and we can identify them and identify with them. So, I guess uh, Stalin chose the right targets in the sense of the groups of people who he hit, he attacked, um, 
aren't a recognizable or sympathetic group to many people of us today. That maybe says bad things, more bad things about us uh, yeah. <laughs> than it does even about, uh, or, well, it says bad things about us and him. Uh, but but uh, it just has not captured the uh, imagination in the same way. I'll, I'll end with this one, um, which I find puzzling, is a, an actual villain who is, to many, a hero, so much so that he's on millions of t-shirts uh shay guevara shay guevara i mean not a good man so mike this is here's my defense i'm not offering a real defense this is my trying to um say why people oh i understand do that but i know but then i want you to reply to that okay okay Okay. one he looks cool okay he's got that uh radical chic right what has tom wolf called it i mean he's he like he yeah, he he looks like a kind of a hippie dude, and he's yeah. got a mustache, and he's he's like a free spirit, you know. So he's got that that radical chic to him. Um, I mean, he stuck it to the man, you know. He stood up for uh, he stood up for workers against aristocratic fat cats, and so he was kind of you know he's an icon of rebels and free spirits, and people aren't willing to you know be told to stay in their place uh, uh, by anyone. But I think it's mainly that he looked cool. Yeah, that's ninety nine point nine percent of it. Uh, but in pursuit of his quote-unquote justice, what he really liked was to kill his enemies and to uh, to hear their screams. And he writes about it. Really? Openly and frankly. I, the smell of blood in my oh, nostrils geez. like incites my soul. I love it. I love it. I love it. Look him up. Look up his <laughs> quotes. Not a good guy. Shay. Yes. Not a good guy. I don't, but walk in, you know, look on t-shirts, look in uh, any, uh, go into any college dorm oh yeah and there'll be a few you know the poster sale there'd be some che some che ones him riding his riding his motorcycle you know going around doing stuff yeah anyway that's probably history of full if history is full of monsters so at the end of the day history is full of monsters Ex, uh, expand your bestiary or of <laughs> of history's monsters in your next internet argument all right very good we'll take a little break and then we will quiz the pastor on the bestiary, the menagerie of uh, baddies, uh, right after this. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening to Like Trees Walking. Thank you also for those who have taken the time. Um, I know it, it does take effort to, you know, hit, go to Apple Podcasts and to rate us and to review us, or if you can do that in the other... Uh, in the other services, I'm thinking of, you know, Spotify is this uh, looming giant in that world. We, we, however you listen to the podcast, um, we appreciate it and thank you. And beyond rating and reviewing it, if you, a few people have done this. I've seen this on uh, Twitter and that's been quite heartening. Uh, it's just to see people when someone else is, when people are asking, hey, what are you listening to or any podcast that you like or recommend? Uh, it has delighted me to see people recommending this podcast. And so thank you to people who are doing that. Um, yeah, if you want to connect at all, uh, the Like Trees Walking Facebook page is there uh, and at LTW Pod on um on the twitter machine is there and so that's just uh, the best place to um to connect to us thank you for your support and we're gonna keep on keeping on all right back to the show all right welcome back thank you pastor and we're back welcome back do you know you're way too young to remember welcome back cotter but surely you've heard the theme song of of course, I've With heard "Welcome Back," John Sebastian, very distinctive Welcome and irritating. Back. Welcome back. Oh, that uh, oh, dreams we your ticket out. You sound like you're singing like Horshack. I hate that. I just hate that song. Anyway, but ooh, 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 Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter. 
Who was the? Yeah, there was what a what a great cast of characters. Freddie a Boom Boom Washington. Freddie Boom Boom Washington. <laughs> oh, all right. This was be- this golden age of television. Oh, the golden age of crap. You that, know the one, I have watched it though. The one thing that I heard was that the, the so he was famous for doing like sort of stand up you know bits I yeah. guess, and he would just do them on the on the show, and his wife was just basically a cardboard cutout who would stand there and go. Oh, honey, as he told, you know, five minute long stories about my uncle Ray, you know, used to, and she like loathed him. And so she said it was her greatest acting challenge. This guy that she absolutely hated. The guy who she'd played to, Mr. Cotter? Yeah, she'd have to stand, Gabe Kaplan, she'd have to stand there and look at him like, what a charming, you. oh, I love you and your weird story. And she's inside going, I hope you die. <laughs> that is great. That'll add a little subtext next time you watch. Next time you binge watch, <laughs> all of... it's not on the side. It's not on the services. Oh, strangely, not considered a classic. All right. Oh, we're on a timer. Who was the premier of North Korea from forty-eight to seventy-two, and the country's president from seventy-two until his death in ninety-four? Oh my god! Was it Rote Wu, Deng Xiaoping, Kim Jong the Second, or Kim Il Sung? Kim Il Sung. Okay. Next question. Here it comes. We're on a timer. Uh, what was the name of the black uniformed elite corps of the Nazi party founded by Adolf Hitler as his bodyguard? Uh, the SS. Okay. I like the Einsatzgruppen. Einsatzgruppen, sorry. Uh, which dictator killed or displaced millions of Cambodians during his reign Pol Pot, Pol Pot. There we go. All right. Next question. I think this is short. I think we're doing well. Which communist leader's economic strategy was called the Great Leap Forward? Uh, oh, is this, uh, is this uh, Mao, uh, Mao Zedong? Mao Zedong. All right. All right. That was just... That's it? That was four questions. Can you find me another dictator yeah, we'll quiz? find another one. Like... We were four for four. Let's see if our results... Uh, how yeah, we didn't even bring up, up Mao. We, we went through that whole dic- evil dictator... That's true. We didn't... Murder thing, yeah, and the, we didn't even get to Mao. The Great Leap Forward might eclipse Stalin. Might even meet, beat Stalin. I think so, yeah. Well, and then you think about him. Uh, Mao had such a long reign... He'd have, like a, you know, he had like his first act and then his second act, like the Cultural Revolution. Yep. Maoism. It, uh, all right, here's another quiz. Little Red Book, Mike. Um, all right, we're going to start another one. We're just going into it. this blind. So I love who it. Knows? Who knows? Oh, this one has way more. Great. We can stop in the middle. Well, great. But we have to get to the results. This will be, be 2.0 of the, uh, is it a oh, antidepressant? Oh, ent- enter the countries of the dictator. That's not going to work. Oh, that's way too Adolf hard. Hitler. German. Okay. Benito German. Mussolini. Uh, Mao Zedong. No, we're not going to do that. No, no, right. no, no. I don't like that. Uh, all right, let me see. These are all this. Who, who look, designed this quiz? Look, jetpunk.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy with your dictator quiz. All right, here's world trivia. Okay. Uh, dictators' wives. The great dictators. Yeah. All right. Take the trivia quiz. Play as a timed quiz. We're going to do it as a single page. Okay. Adolf Hitler committed suicide on April 30th, 1945. Boy, this is a cheery, cheery uh, episode of Black Trees Walk. <laughs> Who succeeded him as Germany's Reich president for a period of 23 days? Well, this is a good question. Is it a multiple is choice? Eichmann, Hess, Heinrich Himmler, or Dönitz? Karl Dönitz. I can't, I'm not saying the umlaut correctly, but okay. it's uh, Let's go with uh, Himmler. All right. What elite corp of NSDAP was sometimes nicknamed the Black Shirts? We just had the that. SS. Yeah. Benito Mussolini and his mistress were shot on April 28th, 
1945. What was the name of his mistress? Oh, I don't boy. think I know this. Violetti Lombardini, Bianca Cipollini, Clara Petacci, Alessandro Manali. Bianca. That's a hard question. Bianca Cipollini. Yeah. What was the nickname of Spain's dictator Franco? Is it El Duce, El Claudio, El Liberator, El Gentil Hombre? Oh well, it uh, it's not, El Duce was uh, was uh, Mussolini. So um, El Calio. Okay, what was the real name of Joseph Stalin? Ulyanov, Jugashvili, Jugashvili, Karaniski, Zhernezhinsky. There's just two options. No, there was four. <laughs> Ulyanov, Jugashvili, Karaniski, Zhernezhinsky. Jerzyzinski. All right. That's hard too. This is a great quiz. Because he wasn't from the, he was, he was considered a hick, a real hick. Leonid Brezhnev was the third general secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. Who succeeded him when he died of a heart attack? Was it Nikita Khrushchev, Yuri Andropov, Konstantin Chernenko, or Mikhail Gorbachev? Who succeeded Brezhnev? Give me those again, please. Nikita Khrushchev, Yuri Andropov, Konstantin Chernenko, Mikhail Gorbachev. Gorbachev. I know that's wrong, but I'm just going with it. Of what country did dictator Josip Braz Tito become prime minister in 1945 and rule as the president from 53 until his death in 1980? Tito. Was Tito Chile? Hungary, Yugoslavia, Bulgaria. Oh, no, yeah, Hungary. Hungary, Hungary, Hungary. Hungary. Romania's dictator Nicolae Ceausescu and his wife were executed on Christmas Day. Oh, how lovely. In 1989. What was the first name of his wife? Angela Nicoletta Olivia Elena. Nicoletta. What former dictator of Serbia was found dead in a Dutch prison cell on March 11th, 2006? Slobodan Milosevic? Is that an option? Slobodan Milosevic. What former top politician of the USSR came to power in Georgia after a coup in 1992? Was that Mikhail Sashkavide, Eduardo Schwerzanadze, Gennady Timoshenko, Viktor Yushchenko? The first one. No, oh, I think it was Viktor Yushchenko. You think it was right. Viktor Yushchenko? Cuba's Fidel Castro appointed his own brother Minister of Revolutionary Armed Forces in 59 and Vice President in 76. What's the name of Fidel's brother? Raul? Correct. Which dictator came to power after a coup d'etat in 1976 in Argentina? Oh boy. Is that Juan Perón, Jorge Videla, Daniel Ortega, Octavio Paz. Uh, Daniel Ortega. Because I believe the Perones were before that era. What was the real name of Haiti's notorious Papa Doc? Was it Jean Claude Duvalier, Francois Duvalier, Jean Bertrand S. Aristade, Tonton Macoute? One of the first two. Uh, what was it? Duval- one of the Duvaliers. What were my two options? Jean Claude or Francois. Francois Duvalier. Chile's Augusto Pinochet came to power after a coup d'etat in 73, during which President Salvador Allende was killed. On what date did this coup take place? Oh, I have no idea. January 1st, July 4th, September 11th, December 25. December 25, Christmas. That seems like a popular oh, time. Already been, yeah. Of what country was Manuel Noriega the dictator from 83? Nicaragua? In what country did per- Pervez Musharraf come to power after a coup in October 12, 1999? Pakistan, I believe. Pakistan. 
Saar became the Secretary General of the Khmer Rouge in 1963 and Prime Minister of Cambodia after a coup in 75. Under what name is this dictator better known? Pol Pot. Finally, we get the answer. Pol Pot. Which great dictator was president of the Philippines from 65 to 86? Fernando Lopez, Fernand Marcos. Fernand Marcos. Marcos. There you go. His wife. Lots of shoes, right? Yes. What was the name of the economic and social reform plan between 58 and 60 of China's great dictator? The Great Leap Forward. Wow, we're getting a lot of repeats. The greatest hits. Another great dictator was Ayatollah Khomeini. In what year did he lead the Iranian revolution against the Shah of Persia? 79. That is correct. Of what revolutionary political party was Saddam Hussein a member? Oh, Ba'ath, the Ba'ath Party. What was the military rank, we're almost done, of Libya's Muammar Abdu Minyar al-Gaddafi? Colonel? Colonel. Colonel Gaddafi, right? Yeah, he used to, uh, his last visit here, Who's he set up in somebody's yard all of his tents, and it's someone very puzzling. Really? Like, accidentally humorous that Muammar Gaddafi was like, had it through a pup tent out in his backyard. I know, of course, they're gigantic tents and, you know, his entourage and everything. Uh, which dictator was the president of Zaire, the Congo, from 65 to 97? Idi Amin? No, that was not. Uh, uh, Laurent Desiree Kabila, Joseph Desiree Mobutu, Patrice Lumumba, Joseph Kazavubu. Sorry for the pronunciation. What are my, what are my options? Laurent Desiree Kabila, Joseph Desiree Mobutu. Mobutu, let's go Mobutu. Of what country was Idi Amin Dada, the dictator from 71 to 78? Rwanda, Kenya, Uganda, Zimbabwe. Oh, my gosh. Give me my options again. Rwanda, Kenya, Uganda, Zimbabwe. It's either Uganda. It's Uganda. Who led a coup d'etat in Suriname in 1980? Robert Mugabe, Ronald Venetian, Deze Bortez, Charles Taylor. Uh, Bortes. All right, here we go. Da, 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 da. Started rough for sure. Started rough. Uh, Dernitz was the mm. one who uh, succeeded him. You were right about the SS. Benito Mussolini, Clara Patace. Mm. So we were wrong on that. Uh, uh, El Cadillo was, in fact, the Spain's dictator Franco. Yes. Joseph Stalin was Zhugashvili. 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 Leonid Brezhnev uh, was succeeded uh, Yuri Andropov. Ah. Uh, you said Hungary for Tito. That is Yugoslavia. Oh, man. You said Ceausescu's wife was... Uh, it, was it Elena? Nicoletta. It is Elena. Oh, I knew that. I knew I was wrong. You said Slobodan Milosevic was found dead in Dutch prison, and that's correct. You said top politician of USSR to come to power after Georgia, Mikhail Shakashvili. It was Edward Sherozvodnazi. Castro's brother is Raul. Uh, Daniel Ortega, you said, in Argentina is Jorge Videla. You said uh, Papa Doc was Francois. That was correct. Yes. Chile's Pinochet came to power September 11th, not Christmas. I thought that was like too like 9-11 appealing, you know. Manuel Noriega was Panama, not Nicaragua. Oh, my God. Yeah, because remember the canal and everything? A buddy of mine went down there to mop that little situation oh. up. He's got some good pictures of the canal. Uh, Musharraf was Pakistan. Saar was Pol Pot. Uh, Marcos, Philippines. 
Great Leap Forward was correct with the Mao. Uh, Ayatollah Khomeini was right. Uh, 79. 79. Political party of Saddam Hussein was Ba'ath. You're, now you're smoking. Uh, Gaddafi, Colonel, of course, Colonel Gaddafi. Uh, Mobutu of Zaire, yes. Idi Amin, Uganda, correct. And the final one. So you finish strong. Uh, Suriname was Deze Boutersé. Boutersé? Yeah, know. I have no idea. I have no, okay. I have no idea. 15 of 25. Hey, you know... So you know your monsters fairly well, I'd yeah, say. you know. Coming in cold. <laughs> yeah. Well, there. I hope uh, everybody learned a little something from that. And this one is called, by the way, um, if you want to look this up, it's on... Uh, and it's got a little court jester on it. It's called Fun Trivia. <laughs> so I think that one just screamed fun, didn't it? For the it? whole family. Yeah. Oh, just gather the children around and do the dictator quiz on funtrivia.com. Uh, anything to wrap this up, or should we just end it? Let's just end it. All right, let's do that. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. This has been Like Trees Walking. So long. Yeah.